The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 27, 2019. He is the husband of Tatiana Cigars. He's the son-in-law of Nesta Miranda Cigars from Miami Cigar. Jason Wood joins us as we light up the new Nesta Miranda special selection. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. (coughs) Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Jason, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you so much for doing the show. I understand you just uh, got off a plane. Did you just get off a plane to come here? I did. I did. We just got back. Uh, just got back from the factory at La Aurora. All um, right. Glad to be. Glad to be back home. We had a good time out there. Um, spent a couple of days, but glad to be back for a couple before heading back to the office on Monday. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we are going to smoke a cigar I haven't tried yet, but Barry's been uh, touting this. On and on, right? Yep, nonstop. Nonstop. He, he loves it for some reason. So, Barry, tell us about it. What are we going to have here? Well, today's first cigar is the Nesta Miranda Special Selection, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua for Miami Cigar and Company. The size we're about to light up is the Coffee Break, which measures four and a half by 50, and it's a Nicaraguan Puro featuring a Habano wrapper, Criollo 98 binder, and fillers from Jalapa, Esteli, and Condega. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, package, and a single cigar will set you back $6.99, while a box of 20 is $124.99, which is a savings of $15 or 10% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Bless you. Thank you. Jonathan sneezing. So, uh, special selection, seven bucks. Yes. Unbelievable. And it's a throwback. There we go. So let's Very give it special. A- Very special. All right. We're going to get into that. Let's give it a cut. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So why is this special, Jason? So this was uh this actually is very special both to the family and to myself. It was our first cigar when I started with the company wow. uh, ten years ago that we released uh, onto the market. So um, that was that was very special, being that it was my first actual actual product that we did bring out um, into the market while I was a part of that. So it was very nice. It was um, this one was actually came off of so it was Nestor's second cigar with his name after it. Um, he had one originally in two thousand five. And then they decided to get it reblended with Pepin. So Pepin actually had that one reblended at the end of 2006 uh, for Nestor. So it was actually my first baby that I got to get working with on a, a new project in the United States. So uh, it was pretty awesome. Was, was this the cigar that at the time was only the one available at uh, events and stuff that you would get? 
No, so it was a similar band, but that one was uh, it was an events only cigar, so it had a different color wrapper. Ah, okay. But it was a it was a similar one to that. But yeah, this was the first one, um, the first project that that we decided to go with the, the face behind the brand. So before, obviously, we had La Aurora. Um, my my in laws were very big with Don Lino, so they had a lot of Don Lino yeah. brands back in that time, two thousand three, four, five. So this was the first time that they went ahead and decided, you know what, let's go ahead and put a face uh, to the brand. And what better face than Mr. Miranda? Yeah. He's one of the best. <laughs> right. Your father-in-law. Yeah. And, and, and uh, mm-hmm. that's nice. That's nice. That, that I, I see your respect that you give him anyway. And uh, it, it, it's very nice. Uh, the cigar, by the way, beautiful looking. The outside wrapper yeah, is. is so beautiful. Um, the uh, cold draw has, if you took an oak barrel and you charred it, yeah, but you just extrapolate out the vanilla note that you get from a charred oak barrel. Leave the char. There's no char. Yeah, but that specific vanilla note is what I'm picking up on the cold draw. Nothing. Very nice. Why not just not say? Why not just say vanilla? Because it's that specific vanilla. It's important that you you get to the right vanilla. <sighs> What's important is the new, big fan. new big lighter. Fan. I like the description. Very. I'm gonna, yeah. Can I use that? Of course, it's all yours, it? buddy. It's your commercial. Right, vanilla notes from from an oak barrel. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, this this lighter, which, which I saw at the trade show this year, I could not believe the price. I'm with you. It's it's unbelievable. If you, this is crazy, we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Falcon. The Vertigo Falcon. Make sure I'm in the frame. There features a flip top, a single jet, the patented Vertigo big ass tank. And you've got an easy view window to know how much fuel you have. All Oh, and a full metal jacket, by the way. Oh, and, and a slim line, and it looks fancy. It'll this, fit in your coin pocket, in your pants, and it's $9.99. It's Unbelievable. crazy. This thing looks like a $50 light at least all day long, and look, it looks fancy. Like if I was going out someplace dressed up, this is the lighter I would bring. See, you guys are using the chrome one. I got the black one, which feels like graphite in the hand. Yeah. Yeah, really nice lighter. Yeah, nice finishes on it. Beautiful lighter. So it's old as new again, Jason. You know, we just, the Nesta Miranda made a comeback, and it appears to be a mm-hmm. predicate date cigar. You guys are also Correct. going deep into the vaults, bringing back Don Lino mm. Africa. We are. We are. We are. That one's, that one's very exciting as well. Um, we wanted to make sure to space them both out because they're both very important uh, releases and brands for the family and the company. Um, so we wanted to give the special selection its shine. So it released in May. And now we're looking at an October release for the Africa. Um, we did spotlight it at IPCPR, but like you said, once again, uh, both of those brands are predicate brands from before 2007, so that's great. Something that we can work on. Um, a couple of little touches we did to the, the packaging on the product, but the box you'll see will be very similar to what the box was back in the day um, on the Africa as well. The two cigars, we're making them in two great factories in, the, in uh, Nicaragua. Special selections made by Don Pepin, my father's cigars in Esteli. And Africa is made by uh, AJ Fernandez and Esteli as well. So um, both very different cigars. Um, I would say the Africa is going to be a little bit of spike up as far as strength goes. Um, the flavor on the special selection is going to be a little bit more amped up on flavor. But they're both great uh, medium, medium plus cigars with Africa having a little bit more of a kick. The great thing on the Africa is that it does have, the, we were able to get the African Cameroon wrapper uh, binder on that cigar. So I am going to make it a little bit different for us out of our Nicaraguan portfolio. Obviously, our, our Dominican portfolio, we carry a lot of that Cameroon product um, from La Aurora, but this will be the first time that we're able to bring one from Nicaragua, so it's pretty exciting, too. What, what made you switch from uh, my father factory over to AJ Fernandez for this? Why, why the new so, relationship? Right. 
So it was um, one of the things that we do have as a, for, for those that don't know Miami Cigars, we do not own our own factory. So one of the abilities that we do have is to be able to jump from factory to factory um, to go ahead and provide the best product possible for our end consumer. Um, Pepin and Jaime and the family have been great partners of ours forever. They actually, they rolled that Nesta Miranda for the first time in their old factory. It wasn't even in the My Father's Cigar Factory. So that's how long that we've been with them. Um, and we have a bunch of our products with them, but we decided for the Africa uh, to go ahead and go into another factory, being that we were going to keep all Nesta Miranda cigars with one, and then we could start making Don Lino's with other ones. Um, AJ obviously is one of, the, one of the hotter guys in the market as well. So we decided with the relationship that Nestor had with him, uh, we reached out and he was interested, thankfully, and we started working on the project, uh, looking for a nice box press cigar. I've always been very impressed. Uh, the way his products look when they're just sitting on the shelves besides the taste of the cigars. But actually, when you see them, they're all very, very beautifully crafted. And um, even his box press, I found those kind of a step above many other box press in the market. So when we were looking for that, because we currently don't have one in our portfolio, he was one of the one of the few options that we were looking at that we thought this would be great. And when he accepted, that was, it was a done deal. We were super happy to be able to do that. So you had also mentioned that La Aurora has a, a lot of Cameroon in their portfolio, and it feels like La Aurora is going a bit of a, a resurgence these days. Uh, what do you attribute that to? So we're trying. We're trying to, to make some moves. Obviously, La Aurora has been around since 1903, sixth generation uh, Dominican running the, running the factory in Guillermo Leon. Great family, very traditional, um, but at times you need to kind of try to break that tradition a little bit without losing it. So what we've been trying to, uh, to work with them closely is Maybe just taking a, a little bit of evolution on the blending or a little bit of the evolution on the branding. Um, the Lion's awesome. Obviously, that's it's an iconic logo. It's what the industry knows La Aurora by. But they've done a great job this year of cleaning up that line, um, vectorizing the logo a little bit to allow us to put it on a lot of different swag materials and signage, which will help that end consumer kind of relate with the brand more. And then getting Manuel, their master blender, getting him out into the territory in the U.S. more so they have a face to relate to. You know, Obviously, we know Guillermo is the owner we know Guillermo has millions of things going on. We know his love is cigars, but it's hard to get him to the States. So what we do is we get Manuel to come through. We need to get them, get the consumer to relate because back 10, 12 years ago, everybody related 15 years ago, 20 years ago, the brand was much stronger than what it is now, to be honest. But that's what we've been trying to go back to a marketing side, um, doing different roundtables, different discussions, because the blender there, the blender quality, great blends and construction is there as well. It's just that message. It's uh, the awareness of the brand that the brand needs. So that's what we've been working on the last, uh, I'll say probably about the last two, two and a half years to get that message across. And Barry, you know, you know a little bit more than, than some of the others about the <laughs> Miami Cigar and Aurora relationship and everything. And we've finally been able to, there's a new team in the factory and we're really excited uh, about the potential. We're having a historic year. Like I said, I've been with the company for 10 years and it's been our best La Aurora year to date, uh, nice. January through July. So the momentum is rolling and everything's going. We got good things in Nicaragua, in Italy, in Dominican Republic. Miami's still there and strong, so it's, it's good. We're, we're sitting pretty pretty uh, right now. Will Nesta be the face of Nesta Miranda? Is he going to make the rounds? Is he still a traveling guy? Definitely. 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 100%. Great. Yeah, so, so we got that all set up. Um, he's set to come back, so he'll be back in, in Miami in September. Um, and then when he comes back in, he's definitely going to be ready to go. He's got That will be about two months that he's been off the road, so he's, that's, that's about the limit. Uh -huh. At that point, it, it, there's about to be personal problems for him because he personally needs to be out. He loves to be out in the, in the field with our guys, with you guys, with the consumers talking about the product. 
and he's so excited um, about having this branded back into the special selection with his signature, with the burlap on the box. It's back to it's it's back to Nesta Miranda. I'll tell you what a nice cigar, burning beautiful. This is kind of full bodied. This is why Barry likes it. I think there's a lot of flavor here. This is a pepper bomb, black pepper, hot pepper, some leather. Um, lots going on for a. I gotta, I gotta call it what it is, which is a value cigar for this to be seven dollars. The price is right. Wow, <clears throat> there's a lot going on. It's not one dimensional by any means. A lot of flavor. This is actually really a wonderful value. Wonderful value. Um, Thank you. This, this could be a twenty dollars cigar all day. Oh, I mean, without question. Really uh, spectacular. I, I, I held off, and I I saw Barry posting, 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 and talking about it, and chain smoking him basically. Yeah, I went through two boxes in like a week and a half. Yeah. So uh, that's my man. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so, so you're there ten years now, huh? Ten years. That's right. Wow, that was quick. That was because ten years. I remember when you started. Of gray hairs. <laughs> really? My God, time is freaking flying. So uh, yeah. your wife is Tatiana. If those that don't know the Correct. Tatiana brand, uh, he married into the family, married Tatiana. I understand that uh, you guys have new flavors of Tatiana coming. Correct. We uh, So we actually had, um, last year we released uh, a Caribbean show flavor. It was kind of mojito flavored cigar. Um, and then this year we came out with a Harvest Moon. Um, so both in the classic 6x44 size. So for those looking for something full flavored, we're very we're very uh, thankful and lucky to have that brand in the market because it is it is such a great brand and the consumers are so loyal and they continue to support the brand and we thank everybody for that because it is it's a staple in our portfolio and it's amazing the support that we get um, wherever we go for that brand because it is honestly it's a it's a monster in our market and sure. we're we're thankful we're thankful for it. Um, I'd actually like to say the story of how how it even came out yeah. because that was it's pretty interesting. Um, so back in the day, after my in-law started, I said they started the company in 1989. Um, leading up to the cigar boom, they started, so they went from an efficiency uh, to a larger warehouse, to a larger warehouse, just kept moving up, kept growing the business um, to the point that cigar boom came and they were just killing it. They were selling cigars. They didn't even have enough cigars. Uh, cigar Fresnado approached them and told them, you know, uh, we'd like to do an article on the family, the story about a couple from Holguin, Cuba that comes in with a dream and all they do through hustle and grinding, they get what they wanted to get. They move forward and they become successful. Awesome. Let's do it. They do the article um, on my in-laws and uh, my wife at the time was in college at uh, this college in Gainesville, secondary school in Gainesville. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and we, she came, what, what's she funny came about down. that? Florida gate is Jason's. It's Jason's family is all, uh, they all went to Florida state. Yeah. So there's a huge rivalry between Florida state and Florida. Okay. So it's a secondary school. Cause uh-huh. they're, they're, That's not, why they're not state. <laughs> all right. A little inside joke there. All right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was for her. I'm sure she's listening. So she probably enjoyed that one. Probably not. <laughs> so he comes down from college. Nestor presents her with a magazine. She's amazed. She's like, Bobby, this is so cool. I can't believe I did an article on the family. It's great. Um, but, you know, you didn't mention me. You mentioned my mom and my brother. But when I'm here, you know, I'm in college now. But when I come down, I help you cellophane cigars. I deliver cigars. You know, I do whatever it takes. And you didn't even mention me. He felt bad. He's like, you know what, mom, I'm so, I'm so sorry. You're right. I'm going to do something for you. And then in the next, like the following trips to the factory, um, he had them make a couple tins with her name on it that said Tatiana and just did like vanilla cigarillos. And then when she came, he made uh, 10 tins kind of as a gift for her. When she came back down for summer, 
uh, he had the tins there in the office and he was like, look, you know, because of that article, I wanted to make you a little something. Here's 10 tins of cigars. You can take them up. I know you don't, um, you don't smoke cigars, but maybe, you know, you and your friends could smoke these. And she was like, oh, that's so nice. And she took one of the bricks of, of five tins and left the other one. And it was during the cigar boom. And that's what explained to me that people would just come into the office and like just buy anything. And the, one of the guys came in and was like, what is that? And pointed at Nestor's desk at the tin. And he started to tell her, tell him this story. And the guy just cut him off. And he was like, how many do you have? I'll buy them all. Wow. And he was like, well, I only have, he's like, instead of saying, I only have these, he's like, I don't have them yet, but they're on order and I'll have them in a couple months. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'll take a container. <laughs> so, wow. so converted that into the brand 20 years ago. Last year was the 20th anniversary of the brand. And that's how the brand started and evolved because the, the family was never even into the concept of like an a flavor infused cigar. Um, but because of that gift to his daughter and during the time of when it was, we were able to create this brand that has been so, I mean, first of all, after my wife, like after her name, which is great. And then also for it to be able to evolve and become what it has become. Um, it's created a, a, a segment in our industry that's, you know, that it's not a price point of some of these other mass market um, flavored or infused products. It is a premium. It's five, six, seven dollars, sometimes eight dollars uh, per stick. So it is. It is not a value cigar. And it's if you would have told somebody that 20 years ago, they would have been like, "Oh, you're crazy! I can go to the gas station." Yeah, you can still go to the gas station, but that's not the same product. Like it's just yeah, totally I, different. Absolutely. So obviously, with, with things going on in the industry now and all that, that's something that we're always on a fight for is to make sure that they understand that that they are they're different. There's a difference. It's not. It's not the same as some of those other brands. Yeah, so there is the worry of what's going to happen into the F-flavored um, part of our industry that we have the government crashing right. in, you know, calling yeah. it, um, you know, going after children and all this baloney that's going on where this is not mm -hmm. a product like that. But, um, you know, when I saw that and why I'm bringing up you have two new flavors – uh, you know, what I was thinking was going to happen is everybody that has it is going to say, okay, I have it, but I'm going to back down from, you know, growing it or doing anything because the end is near, possibly. Uh, but that's not what I saw from you guys. You, you're doubling down and you're saying, okay, right. here's the next two. Definitely, definitely. There's the, so obviously on, on, on the back end, on our side, things that are going down through like legislation and with like corporate office and legal and everything getting set up. We are prepared and we're confident. Uh, we're confident in the future for the brand as well. Just how things are trending and going. One of the big aspects of it is the 20th anniversary was last year. So the the date that the brand was brought out right. is very huge. It's not a it's not a newer brand, um, and that will allow us through substantial equivalence or whatnot for newer uh, newer SKUs. We believe that we'll be able to bring those in also with the grandfather product. So we're lucky that. Uh, Roughly 91% of our portfolio in that brand is grandfathered. Um, so thankfully, Nestor and Mariana had the, the foresight to release them ahead of time because we do have, we have the majority of our SKUs are, are grandfathered in. Um, and you can kind of see it. You see the trend too. Uh, it's always been very strong. But we see now just from a lot of the other retailers, obviously you always try to push to eliminate competition and make yourself the exclusive. Mm. That's always the that's moving anything in sales, right? Sure. Um, but now we see more and more that pitch that we continue to do. We see it more and more from retailers because they even have that extra confidence. They're like, you know what? These guys have been here. They've been around forever. If things were to go down, they're already prepared and set up for the long haul. So it, it's worked out. And it's been outstanding very before the show. 
um, I'm super grateful and, and honored to say that last month was, uh, for me, my best month um, with Miami Cigar. So we talk about all the stuff that's going on in the industry and all these clouds over everywhere. But as a manufacturer, we're still going strong. You guys as retailers, obviously, are still pushing strong. And the final consumer is buying because the momentum that we have, and we can't be the only company. I mean, we do some things a little bit different, but everybody out there is hustling, doing what they need to do. Uh, to see that, to be able to say in 10 plus years, this was the best month that we've had. Yeah, stuff's going down, but it's not, it's the strong will survive is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Say. Thanks to you guys and the consumers yeah. that we're going to be able to, to make the moves. To make That's what we're going to see. Some some guys are going to fall, but the economy's going good and the, the cream rises to the top, right? So. Absolutely. Uh, that's that's what I'm seeing that's happening here. The it's almost, companies are it's growing. It's almost like the FDA is doing some free advertising for the cigar industry with all the nonsense that's going on there, bringing cigars to the forefront once again. It seems to me like we're on the, the front end of what could be the next boom. I hope so. I hope so. That'll be um, great. So I'm looking forward to the Don Lino Africa because I remember it oh so well. Uh, it was a monster that went away, and I'm so happy to see it. Will it will it look the same way it did before? So the the it's box press. The original one was not was Correct. not box press. Yeah. So this one will be box press. They come in twenty pound boxes. Actually, I do have a box. But it's very it's very similar to the original box. Ah. The only thing that's changed is, is slight changes, like on the border. There wasn't a border before. You can't really tell, but the inside foiling that it has is different. Same animals. The animals are big to nester, so it's got all the animals with the size and the notation of the brand. So you guys will be very impressed just with the packaging. But a lot of people do ask about the packaging because it was apparently at its time, so it was before my time, but it was very... It was a humidor. It was it was as better it was better than humidors that we sold. Like people would look at that box of cigars and say, This is beautiful. Uh, You know, know, Jason, at the trade show Ed and Dave both spoke the samples of the Don Lino. I still haven't tried it. So if you want to take uh-huh. a couple out of that box and send them my way, I would appreciate <laughs> oh, it. Oh, jeez. That, that was not a not too subtle request for cigars. Yeah, I guess not. It was, he doesn't do subtle I, very I well. I apologize in advance for him uh, with his hand out, but it's part of his charm, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All good, all good. We'll definitely make that happen. Not a problem. But the, the blend was very well accepted. The pre-orders that we've received on, on the brand were phenomenal. So we thank all the retailers for supporting it. Um, thankfully, the retailers do have a fond memory of what it was in the past. Yeah. So it, it was kind of like a nostalgic type of feel. They're like, wow, this one's back. I remember this one. Um, so to get that back into their hands with a manufacturer that they're comfortable with as well um, was great because that's gonna it's only going to be even better once it comes out in October. Um, we'll have everything ready to roll. Everything coming with it is going to be whether it's promotional items, uh, ashtrays, everything's going to be top of the line. So the consumer is definitely going to feel uh, the high-end quality of, of this product, both from the cigar, packaging, and, and beyond. And what about the flavor? I, I remember that cigar. I've only smoked it a handful of times, the original, but kind of a distinct taste to it. How close did you get the blend to the original, or is this just a completely different cigar? So it is, it is very, very similar. So the components of it um, are pretty much the same. So when we talk about wrapper filler binder to the original one, it is the same. The only adjustment was with, uh, with the African Cameroon, which I never understood why it, it wouldn't have that originally. If it is Dalino Africa, it should have African tobacco in it. So that is the only adjustment to it. But it is a stronger, uh, stronger cigar medium full. Nice. Yeah. And that yeah. Cameroon should add a little sweetness to it, kind of take the sting yeah. out of that Nicaraguan. 
Yeah. Um, no, I, I, that was the thing I was looking forward to the most. Uh, you know, hearing of the new cigars that were going to come out, I go, that's going to be the, 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 the cigar until I actually lit this one up. And uh, Barry, I think you got something here. I mean, I, this, this is a. When we have our inside discussions on contenders, I'm going to push hard for this to be a contender uh, for Cigar of the Year. This, this is an amazing cigar that I'm actually blown away with. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't this. Um, you know, it's it's heavier than than my normal thing, but it's it's so well balanced, it's so well made, um, and and I'll tell you, um, th this is uh, probably one of the top things, Papin, that I I can recall that because it's so it's got so much complexity to this. It's it's different than a lot of the stuff Papin has produced. At the very beginning of it, I, I, I talked about the black pepper and all this stuff, but this is evolving. Yeah, it's calmed down. A lot of coffee notes right yeah, now. A little a bit of espresso. I got some um, meaty, uh, juicy meaty Definitely. flavors to it. Some of that char from a steak mm. from the grill. Yeah, this is uh, you guys are uh, are killing it, man. The stuff. That's how, uh, Jason? How, how involved are you guys in the blending process, or do you just say to these master blenders, you know, do your thing, put a couple of uh, cigars together, and we're going to try some samples? Well, that's that's a great question um, because we are like like I was saying before, we are in a distinct spot that we do not own the factory. We just partner up with them to make cigars, um, and it, I'll just explain it on a brief story. So the brief story went with. After the release of the original Nesta Miranda Star Selection, our second release to it was uh, the Nesta Miranda Dominicano. And we decided with the right idea to take the Cien Años wrapper from La Aurora, and we were going to bring that along with another tobacco leaf from the Dominican over to Pepin, throw it in his kitchen so he could cook something up for us. And uh, it was probably our least accepted blend of any Pepin blend we've ever released. Oh, wow. Um, and I, well, the reason why I bring that up is I learned from that that uh, similar to cooking, you don't jump in a chef's kitchen. Mm. So uh, we are we know a profile that we're looking for. We can compare it to similar cigars in the market as to where we want to be placed. And then it's up to the chef to make the dish, um, in our opinion. Because if, we're, if that's not our specialty, I am not a master blender. I am not a tobacco farmer. That's not what I'm strong at. That's not what my family uh, specialized in. That's why we can move around and go to the specialists for that. So we allow them to do that. We give them an idea, obviously, of strength, profile, what we're looking for, sizes and all that, obviously, is up to us. Um, but on actual blend, uh, we normally go over there. We give them an idea of what we're looking for. We'll go to the factory, whichever it may be. We'll be there for about a week's time, work on something, break down blends, break it down, and then work on stuff through shipping, and then finally go back to the factory for the final blend process. So it's, it's still uh, an event. It's still a process. But it's not like we're literally saying, okay, we want the wrapper to be this from this farm from this year and this fillers that we don't get into that. Yeah. That's so the only time we try to add two leaves that we like. And it, ultimately, too, it goes back. So this is not a knock on manufacturer or on us or anything. It'll go back to, so when we say, you know, man, this blend wasn't received well, um, you, you told me what to put in it. Yeah, <laughs> you right. Know what right. I mean? So it's like, it's kind of like, Basically, that's that their way of saying nice, nicely, yeah, step off. Like, let me do my thing <laughs> and you do your thing. And it, I understood it perfectly. Like, that that makes total sense because at the end of the day, just because we like the wrapper, I love the, the wrapper on the same honey, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go with the ingredients that another factory uses. Mm. So I learned that lesson a long time ago, and I won't, I won't do it again. It's so, so interesting I, that I so many 
companies that hire factories to make blends for them pretend like they go in and they're they're getting it done. Yeah, I certainly and don't either. I do the, the same thing. Do do your thing, man. I'll the reality you if I like is, it yeah, the factory makes cigars. This is what they do. Yeah. You guys sell cigars, they make cigars, so you do what you do best, market the hell out of them, Correct. and let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. So with, with the return Correct. of the Nesta Marina special selection, is there any plans maybe to bring back da- Dano? Definitely. That's definitely in the line. Um, Lancero is already in the work as well. Wow. You know, Nestor, Lancero's Nestor's baby. So um, going back to like the event type cigar, Dave, you were talking about. Yep. That's what we're looking at um, for one of these sizes. So we had special sizes on it. Was Lancero was one. Dano was a commemorative one. Um, yeah. Rookie, which is Nestor's nickname in Cuba. Uh, not rookie, like a rookie sports player, but it was just rookie is how you say it in Spanish. Um, it's kind of like a small perfecto, not really like a preferido, but like a Salomon, but a mini Salomon, whatever, basic little sizes that we have that we're looking at maybe using those as like the the perk or the, the spotlight item for events, like the special event type cigar. So it could be something that, that we have soon in the well, pipeline. Now, as we know, Barry Stein basically put you guys on the map when he worked for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think well, yes. How long before yes. we see the Barry Stein cigar is really the question. Well, there is no more Barry it, Stein. It would have to be like 100 ring gauge. Right. The, uh, which, Barry Stein cigar is still under construction. Under construction. <laughs> Continues to be under construction. We're smoking the um, coffee break. This is the Robusto size. What other sizes are available right now? Right. So there's. we came out, we wanted to simplify it as much as possible. So uh, we came out with the three, obviously the three main sizes that we see in the market. So Robusto, ours is the coffee break. It is a little bit smaller. It's a four and a half by 50, like you said. Yep. Then we have a five and a half by 54 total. And a six by sixty grand total. Okay, very, those, are, those are the two. Yeah, that's a we smart play. For, for whatever, for our our portfolio, and it doesn't matter if it's Dominican, Nicaraguan, Honduran, made in U.S. We have three sizes. So we got the Robusto, Toro, and then to an extent, in some spots, still the six by sixty. That those are the three staples for us for any of our brands. That fourth size, where it's a Balicoso, Corona Gorda, Churchill, it, it doesn't keep up. It doesn't keep up. I don't know if that's similar. For it you, is. Like, it is. You got the yeah. three main ones, which is where Jonathan was going to go yeah. right there. I would say a, a strong 80% of our total sales are those three sizes. Absolutely. And everything else makes up the other 20%. Uh, and that's the way the right. market is right now. I go way back, and I remember when, uh, you know, bellicosos and, and uh, torpedoes and things were all the rage, but it's not the case right now. It's not. No, you guys, are, you guys are playing that smart where you'll be able to get the full buy from a retailer. It's only three sizes, one to show, one to go, and you're in. And then the cigar does stand for itself. It speaks for itself. I'd like to try this as a Corona, though. Can you imagine this, this is a Corona? Ed Sullivan? Right? You'd be all over that. I would love it. I'd buy it by the truckload. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Beautiful. That's an official order, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one truckload. That's an official they, order for Matt Sullivan. 18-wheeler truck. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could be ironic and call it the Barry Stein size, and we've gone full circle. Yeah. They, be- they will <laughs> store them for me. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, good. The, the best month ever for Miami Cigar. Congratulations. Everybody can't say that. So I'm, I'm so happy for you guys. And uh, thank, thank you, you for the support here on the Cigar Authority. And thank you for uh, joining us on the show today. Thanks so much. Absolutely. It was awesome. It's always a good time to hang out with you guys. Beautiful. Okay, we're going to go to break. Thank you all. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Uh, when we come back, uh, we got an offer of the day. You're not. You're going to want to see this uh, and lots more. So stick around. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hey, this is Willie Marante from Miami Cigar. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Yeah, we lost Willie. He ended up uh, going down to Miami and working from directly there. Yeah, now he's up just north of Orlando. He has uh, Florida, Orlando North. All right. And uh, used to live in Hialeah. I hear the property values went up since he left. Yes, of course. Of course. Willie's a good dude. So uh, we are smoking the Nestle Miranda Special Selection. The coffee break is the name of the size. Uh, anybody works for me and takes a coffee break this long, we have a problem. <laughs> yes, we do. Because this is an hour long Oh, easily. Uh, what, what would you say? Four and a half inch? Four and a half four and by 50. 50. Yeah, so it, it seems to be small, but it's, it's not. It's burning a, slow. Burning yeah, very slow. slow. I'd say you yeah. get an hour out of this. Well-packed cigar, some yeah. slower burning tobaccos. It's uh, Look at the line, the, the combustion line. This is the spot between the ash and the tobacco leaf. Uh, it is so fine. I mean, you're talking about old tobacco here. Um, I got to say... Um, of Miami Cigar, I think it's a home run. Um, one of the best things they've come out with in a long time. For sure. And uh, as far as Pepin Garcia making it, I'd say this is the top thing, man. This is. You know, you mentioned old tobacco, and the majority of our listeners know older tobacco is generally a good thing. You're right. There are some people that have called in. You know, I work in the mail order department. And they go, you know, I got this email from you, and it says it has like a four-year-aged wrapper. Why would I want to smoke something that's old? (laughs) And in the cigar industry, older tobacco is generally better. It's aged like a fine wine. Yeah. If you drink young young wine juice, uh, it's just grape juice, right? Right. You don't want want fresh grape juice well, or fresh wine. I'm sure Barry gets the calls where they say, are your cigars fresh? Yep, I get that. Send me something fresh. I want something just rolled. No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) 
No, you don't. Um, but really, <coughs> so uh, the offer of the day. Uh, yeah, about that. Before we get into that, I've got an email i got to read. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And David writes, first you guys shorten some of the shows by 15 minutes. Then you make us suffer through a 10-minute commercial while someone breaks a brick. This is horrible to listen to the dead air. <laughs> to make matters worse, by repeating the same stunt two weeks in a row, maybe it would have been funny if Sally, I mean Jonathan, broke his hand. And he would have had to miss a couple of shows well, due to I tried surgeries. To do that. He wouldn't do he wouldn't go for it. To repair the damage, as we would have all won. But please, for the love of God, stop. I tune in to listen to David drop knowledge and Barry to drop jokes. I don't want to listen to some guy take forever to break a brick. So I think we're all quite insulted by that. Uh, <laughs> Gary, who risked, risked his, his bones to do it. and uh, no, He's they, pretty accurate. He called me a Sally. I bitched out. I'm, I'm on board with this email. But he doesn't tune in to listen to you. That's okay. Either. You're okay There's an ass that? for every seat. All right, so we're not going to break three bricks today, and Jonathan isn't going to... Jonathan was talking about doing with his forearm or something, but we'll skip that. And it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day today, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this, and if so, for how much? And seeing you went to the mailbag, I'm going to the mailbag. Are you? And this is a mailbag that was sent to me. And it was sent to me by Jonathan Babo. Whoever that is. <laughs> He's a Sally. He's a Sally. Um, and he's offering. He's offering now, not me. And you saw me. Each Keep time, in mind. Gary, 50 bucks each time, right? I passed it out. I, I made the offer, and I gave the money out. Jonathan's offering $10,000 today. Ten. This is being taken out of context. Oh, it's being taken out. <laughs> I have it in writing, actually. $10,000 to steal a car from a car dealership and elude capture for 36 hours elude huh elude elude capture for 36 hours your legal fees fines and restocking fee would be paid so he's going to pay for that too so ten thousand dollars plus he's paying your legal fees fines and restocking fee will be paid but you would be on your own for any damages that happened to the car if you get caught your fees and stuff would still be paid but you would Get no Get money. Get no money. <clears throat> Could I elude capture? So are you really Are you really offering this or are you just sending me this letter to say this is a good idea? That was all it was, was me ah. sending it to you that it's a ah. better offer of the day than breaking because, a brick. Because, because I'm willing to pay fifty dollars to see somebody punch a brick. Or hmm. two bricks hmm. or three bricks, and maybe I was gonna go even higher at three or whatever, but now we're going with your make believe ten thousand dollars. Oh, we're gonna pretend like all the other offers of the day <laughs> have all been legit because some of them were a million dollars to cut off your toe. So <laughs> steal a car, ten thousand dollars, steal steal a car, you may go to jail for it. It's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So of course not. Barry Stein? No. No. It's, uh, if this were a real thing and someone and, and, were going to pony and, up the 10 and, grand. And who is this guy that wrote to us and said that this was, uh, we got David Jackson. David Jackson. Uh, you asked for it. You got it. We uh, we cut it short. Uh, not only will nobody do it, um, nobody will, will even pay for it. And that's uh, the offer of the day. So is that better? I think it's way better. Really? No dead air. 
We had a conversation. Dead, dead air. He psychs himself up for a minute or two, and then he punches with his fist. It's all about the banter. Two cement blocks. I'm not saying that it wasn't impressive. I'm was just saying very it was, impressive. If you're going to do two blocks, just do two blocks the first time, and it's over and done. Well, we didn't know if he could do even one. And we knew he could do it. Look at him. <laughs> He's a house. He's a coffee maker. He makes coffee. He's a barista. He's obviously someone who has punched bricks before. Anyway, a reminder, the after show recorded immediately following the after show is a podcast only, so please subscribe to it on the Cigar Authority or your favorite podcast catcher. That show is on every Wednesday morning automatically. Um, and uh, next hour, I want to actually talk about the after show in the next uh, segment uh, right. to go into it because last week's um, after show. Um, it was a little controversial. A little controversial. It was a little disappointing, too. Yeah, you will. We'll get well, into yeah, that. We'll get to it. Yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned it to you, Dave. He was a lot more fired up when he <coughs> first came into the store. Yeah, so so much it, for saving it for the next segment, right, guys. So we learned a little something <laughs> that maybe next time when somebody's mad, we turn the mic on immediately. Immediately. Yeah. I'm going to walk around with a microphone. Um, but uh, it was all good fun anyway, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. It was billed at the time as an antique carved ivory ladies' companion in a scarlet-lined <laughs> leather-upholstered carry box. The story goes that the sex toy was originally purchased by a soldier in China during the Victorian era and sent back to his wife as a gift in Ireland for those lonely nights he was abroad. It was sold recently via auction for $3,500 to a collector in the U.S., who was unable to import the sex toy because of the Obama-era ban on ivory. Upon hearing the news that it was available again, a Twitter campaign was started by a sex shop owner in Ireland in which she received enough money to purchase the item. Upon winning the new auction, she proudly declared, we did it, we won the dildo for Ireland, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. I would like to know what... What you subscribe to. Yeah, what kind of websites do you go on? <laughs> that was actually on a major news outlet. Really? Yes, it was. And this was a used, $3,500 for you? $3,500 used since this Victorian area, and it was freaking huge. Yeah. So I want to know what they were well, into made in the Victorian of, era. It's made out of an elephant tusk or something, so they're, yeah. they're not small. <laughs> the lady did, so, did say she hadn't received it yet. And she expected it to be smaller than the picture showed. Well, expected it to be smaller. Yeah. So, and she also added that she was going to perform some administrative work with it for two weeks. So, not sure what the administrative work <laughs> I have was. No but. idea. Uh, I want to remind everybody to go to the cigarauthority.com and do the survey we have up there. 
And it's been tremendous. Hundreds and hundreds of people already have done it. Yes. Uh, but we're going to let this thing run until August 17th. It's going to be a yearly thing we're going to do. And we asked, I think there was 19. 19. What an odd number. 19. Yeah. Couldn't come up. There I was think- a 20th question. And then uh, we all agree that, nah, we'll, we'll skip that one. And then we never came up with a one to all replace right. it. All right. It's just odd, 19 anyway. But there's 19 questions on there, and a lot of them are, you know, A, B, or C, or whatever you want to do. And there's yeah. a couple of fill-ins. It's not going to take you about a minute or two to do it. But we're trying to find out the people that listen to our show, yeah. these questions that have to do with cigars, or yeah. what you like and things, to see who's listening. And you've shared already some of the information with the, but we want to get a bigger batch yes. to know what it is. Uh, but Already very, very interesting. And on uh, the August 17th show, we'll share with you the information we find out. And then we'll run it next year and maybe have some of the same questions, but ask different questions as, as we uh, try to figure out what's and, going on. And you on. can find that at the cigarauthority.com slash survey, or you could go to the cigarauthority.com webpage. If you're on the desktop, it's on your right, top graphic. And if you're uh, on a mobile browser, you scroll halfway down the page, you'll see the graphic, you click it, you take the survey. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, so what are our final thoughts here on the Nesta Miranda Special Selection Coffee Break? Well, we were getting, I was having a conversation with our good friend Pam over here, and we were talking about how it's it's licorice, but it doesn't, the flavor doesn't go all the way to when licorice starts to suck at the end. I like licorice all the time anyway. We're talking about black licorice, by the way. Correct. So this and is I, And I see it. This is more like if you make something with star anise and you get the sweetness without the bite from the licorice. That's what without, I'm picking without, up. Without the anisette type of sting to it. Right. But there's licorice. 100% agree. But also a little bit of espresso note. Absolutely. There is some a little bit of leather on the finish. Um, I'm also getting a little bit of like uh, a cocoa, mocha... There's so much going on. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Maiden name. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was funny. (laughs) Uh, You're an ass. (laughs) It was good. Well done. Great cigar, and and when Barry, when we get into the prices of the other, this is the, the small sort of bunch. This is the robusto at seven bucks. Um, how high does this go up? It's pretty uh, fair all I think the way it's around. Seven, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's think, pretty in line. I think it's about that. I'm pulling it up right now yeah. on the web page, but it'll take me a minute to get there. Because I want a little more of this, even though it lasted an hour. But I can smoke another one later that's all yes you can um and as i tell you you know i, I don't like fuller body cigar but this is well done and it's not kicking me or anything yeah you like gotta that. just get past the, the initial part of it it seems like it's going to come really strong yeah. out of the gate and it does but it subsides after about an inch yeah so the coffee break is 6.99 a single and i think we said 124.99 for a box why the toro is 7.69 um and the Grand Toro is seven ninety nine. Wow! So all in the seven dollar wow. price range. It's unbelievable. Yeah, the Toro box is one thirty four ninety nine. This is a and the Grand Toro one forty two ninety nine. It could be double the price, and it would still be fine. So yep. I, I, they're not listening anymore. Don't double the price. Leave it where it is. But uh, <laughs> definitely smokes like a ten dollar plus. Yeah, cigar. yeah, yeah. And I'm looking forward to the five dollar Corona. Right. <laughs> that you committed to buying a truckload of. And well, there, are, there are a few people on Facebook chat and uh, the uh, Cigar Authority chat room 
saying that they were surprised this is a really good cigar. Really good. I'm telling you, really good. This is a top-notch cigar. Somebody said it paired well, really well with iced coffee. Mm. So I just finished my coffee earlier, but uh, I'll try that. It's coffee break. Probably goes good with coffee, maybe. Also subconsciously, you know, coffee break coffee. Sure. Did you smoke the other sizes, too? I have smoked the coffee break and the Toro. I'm still not comfortable smoking a 60. Um, it's not that bad anymore. No, it's not as bad because you got the 70s and the yeah. 80s. But I've, this and the Toro, I bounce back. Some, some samples from the trade show that ended up being 60s and stuff. I look at them and I go, oh. then I smoke it and I forget about it. And as I'm smoking and enjoying the cigar, I said, it's not that it's not, not bad. so bad anymore. It's not bad. So things have changed. Okay, we're going to go to break. Um, when we come back, last week's after show seemed to stir the pot a little bit with sugar on it. And we'll get to that in Cigar News and lots more. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solara, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solara becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. 
That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar and you are listening to the Cigar Authority and we're smoking an Esther Miranda cigar, and that is Nesta Miranda. And uh, I'm glad to hear he is uh, going to continue on the road. Yeah. He is an interesting man, actually the most interesting man in the cigar. So they had an ad campaign where it was the most interesting man in cigars. Yeah. And they got a cease and desist from, oh, really? from Dos Equis. <laughs> All right. So we don't care about them. <laughs> no. he, he is a very interesting man. He, he is. is the most interesting man in cigars. He is. 
It's our opinion, not an official campaign. That's right. That's right. And uh, I'd love to have him on the show sometime. It's freaking stories and shit. Yeah, again, he was on, uh, what was it, two, three years ago when they did the father, son, daughter. Yes, yes. When uh, Tatiana was unable to join us because yeah. of, she was with her mom. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so we, uh, we're going to get into the after show. But first, uh, we're going to pass out a new cigar. Uh, another new cigar we have here, and Barry, I'll leave it up to you. What do we got here? Well, today's second cigar is the HVC La Rosa 520. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by HVC Cigars, and we're going to light up the 5.5 by 54 Magicos. It features a San Andreas wrapper over binders and fillers from Nicaragua. A single cigar will set you back $11.99, while a box of 20 is $215.99, which is a savings of almost $24 or 10% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And these cigars are limited to 500 per size, 500 boxes yeah. per size. Uh, two bands on it, two full bands, not yes. a band and a secondary band, two full bands that are on it. Uh, beautiful Gold looking cigar. Oil. Yeah, really beautiful. Sharp. Really nice. Yep. And the secondary band denotes the ring gauge on the two sizes that are available. Uh, there's the 46 and the 54. Yep. Um, so when I go to a trade show, I bump into a lot of retailers that I know going through the trade show. And I always ask, what's hot? What, what's going yeah, what good you for see? you? What do you see different that's out there and stuff? And so many times, HVC is what people said to me. HVC, HVC. Mm-hmm. I went and looked at it last year. And um, they were busy over there, and I uh, maybe grabbed a sample or something and, and went, on, uh, went my way and forgot about it, basically. And this year was the same thing that I said, what's hot out there? And HVC, they say again. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we got to spend some time. And this was, uh, like a lot of people are saying, it was a slow trade show. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of people around. So we got a chance to really sit down with them. And uh, Ed and I said, okay, what are the different cigars you have? And there might have been five or six different kinds, and they gave us one of each of the cigars, and I give Ed a look, and he goes, yeah, let's do it. So we cut all five of them and lit all five of them, and the guy's looking at us like, what the hell? I said, I'm not wasting your time here. We're going to pick a couple of these right now. So we ended up It's not something through. the kid should be trying at no, home. No, don't try to train professionals. And um, I'll tell you, it was hard because everything was good, but we're trying to pick out the best two lines to, to end up getting. Right, wound one, up going with three because it was hard to find. Right. And one of them was a um, broadleaf, which right. I thought was fantastic. But the problem with the broadleaf is there's not a lot of broadleaf and we're not going to get. And that, that that was one of the reasons for we better pick three because we're not going to get enough of these broadleaf right. ones. Um, this one was a standout, though. Um, the uh, um, La Rosa yeah. 520, which the 520 was his... La Rosa 520 was his address where he grew up in Havana, Cuba. Yeah. And the, the box that it comes in, it looks like a special delivery mailbox, like something you would get in the mail. Yeah. And it says from La Rosa 520, it has Havana City, the zip code or the postal code down there. Very nice box. Yeah. And a family company, they're small, only a couple of little booths and stuff. Yeah. And 
But they got something going on here. Yeah, and their and cigars it, are made at uh, Aganorsa. Yeah, very, very nice. Uh, the blend is fantastic. Let's cut it and light it and go over it. It's not going to be my first go around on, on like it was with the Nesta Miranda, but uh, it's an exceptional cigar. So uh, it's time to, to uh, cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and lowered it. Pernomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. You've only been doing that commercial for eight years, and you finally have it memorized. I couldn't find it. I do have it memorized, but I like the, the, um, you know, just in case. I like to have it just in case, uh, but I couldn't find it, and I got through it, and I just impressed the shit out of myself, so. Smooth. <laughs> so the cold drawer has a, a slight floral component, a little bit of uh, cedar sweetness as well. That's his maiden name. That's it. I'm going to stop offering flavor notes. I'm done. <laughs> Check, please. That's all it took. <laughs> That's all it took. That's his maiden name. So that takes away all the excitement when he hands it to He's giving me a plus because there's a little kick at the end. <laughs> Ed Sullivan and I had ourselves quite the giggle when we did that. <laughs> Giggling like schoolgirls. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been better if you played it during the uh, Jason Wood interview at some point, but we didn't you had a lot going on. Well, we didn't get to anything. You had a lot going on, too. So we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Falcon. This is a brand new lighter by Vertigo. It's a single jet, which you just don't see a lot of. Full metal jacket, a flip top, so you don't have to worry about it igniting in your pocket. You got a window to see how much fuel you have. Easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of nine ninety nine. That's Unbelievable. the Vertigo Falcon. Unbelievable. Find this lighter. You're going to want it. Uh, I can't say enough about it. Again, we're talking about low price cigars. If there's ever been a low-price lighter, this is it. It's badass. Wow. When you're done lighting your cigar, Jonathan, I'd like to see the the one you're using because it's a different finish than mine. Mine's really heavy. And I'm curious oh, uh, I'm, I'm curious with the different finish if it's the same weight. And it's a little bit lighter. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I'll pass them around. There's that one. Oh, yeah. And then this one. Yeah, it is a little lighter. The, his finish yeah. is heavier. Well, yeah. yes, it is a small is lighter. Oh, you mean a little lighter. <laughs> oh, isn't that cute, Ed Sullivan, with your puns? Yeah, I really like the finish on the it one I have. Pun. It was not a pun. I was not intending to make the pun. Really? You were intending to make the pun. So you're saying no pun intended. It was no pun intended. All right. Wow. We're smoking some good cigars today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we are. This is not my first go around with this. Me either. It's uh, it's making its way slowly into my regular rotation. I choose cigars differently now, and you're going to hate me for this, but are they dime worthy or are they not dime worthy? Is what I am wondering Ooh. when I'm smoking a cigar. Ooh. I need to know if it's dime worthy or not. And is this dime worthy? Right now, I've got a solid uh, thirty cents going. <laughs> so uh, the ash is showing no sign of coming off yet. It's All a good, right. it's a good sign. It, it's a 54. It's a beefy t- Toro? Uh, if, yeah, it's like a tweener. I mean, five and a half by 54, yeah. Robusto Extra. Mm. I, I got to say. I like the size. I got to say on the whole stack. A little big for you. I like the other one, the 46. Yeah. Yeah. I've been smoking a lot yeah. of those. 
The, uh, the stack just, and dimes I, thing is taken off, by the way. The size for me. I think there's a lot more flavor in the 54, too. So those that are listening to Stack and Dimes, Mike Damari from the Ashholes podcast yep. starts talking Stack of Dimes. Everybody's banging on him. What the hell are you talking about? And then he actually does a Facebook group yeah. of Stack and Dimes. And I can't believe all it's the people. Got so, it's got it's more got activity yeah. than any other group I'm in. You, you know what my favorite is? When his dad posts, my son, the Ashhole. Yes. <laughs> Left some dimes on the stoop. And then yeah. on the step is ashes on the yeah, but right now he's listening. He's jumping up and down, going, "That's well, what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about." It the, did take it, off. I can't. What's believe great it. about the group is the whole concept of it is you know some groups are about the collection that you have and you've got this unicorn and that. This is about slaying the unicorn, smoke it because you have it. Let's check out the construction and then you can brag about how well the cigar that you are actually smoking is performing. So it's good for business well, because people are burning them. Yeah, but you see all kinds of different cigars that are all there. kinds. Every, everything with a lot of manufacturers are posting. Yeah, in there. and everybody is everybody is evaluating the construction, which I think is something that has been missing from cigar smoking for a long time. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. are smoking it based on just flavor, but there's there's other things going on. What yeah. I'm excited about is that Nessa Miranda, for instance, that just came out. Nessa Miranda was an old brand. Yeah. And here it makes the comeback. And that's what we're going to start to see is what's good as opposed to what's new is yeah. going to become what's good. You smoke that cigar, and I don't care who you are. I, I like milder cigars. It's not a mild cigar. It's really good. Yeah. And that's what we're going to start seeing of yeah. what, what's performing well. The, the crops are changing, all kinds of stuff. Incidentally, I heard that um, the, the crop this year in the Dominican was not good. Uh, too much rain, it was washed out or something, and it's going to make, make for a major problem a couple of years from now that you're going to see. Which is funny because almost three years ago, you said the crop was unbelievable this year. Mm. That was the report you got so roughly three years now, ago. Yeah, and the cigars, cigars coming out of the Dominican are phenomenal, phenomenal. right now. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't know what happened in uh, Nicaragua. I'll no. get reports but, on but that. This is the rising tide raises all ships right now because everything on our shelves, is it starts it very good. And it goes to phenomenal. Yeah. We, There's never been a better time to be a cigar smoker. We say it all the time and stuff, but it's But it's true. getting better. And, you know, some people will, will uh, Steve Sacker laughs at me when I end up saying that. The fact of the matter is, it's true that the cigars have been better because it's, it's what people have been doing to blending, how they've improved the curing process, how they've improved all these different things. And the final product shows yes. how good these are. I've been carrying cigars since 1985. During the cigar boom, it was awful. It improved as time went on. And now, once again, it's the best it's ever been. And who knows, a year from now, it gets even better than that. But look how perfect. This is another cigar, how perfect it's yeah. burning. The combustion line, everything, that they got these, this well-aged, nice tobacco. Well, that's Agadorsa, Lots of flavor. Too. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what what they're known for absolutely i mean uh, you can kind of yeah. you know you we used to be able to identify different manufacturers oh this one's a little peppery or this one has a sweetness this one's known for cedar these guys have a very distinct chocolatey component to their smoke. aromatic as can yeah. be absolutely you can smell this cigar as it's burning as just as you're smoking it the aroma is way up there as I, much get, as i do it and i say i hate doing it i'm gonna put out there that i hate to do it but this cigar, like I'm an old school Tatuaje guy, like we're talking 12, 14 years ago. Yeah. This reminds me of Tatuaje back in the day. 
you know, and it could be the, the Aganorsa leaf that Pepin used to get, but there's, you know, something very familiar about this, but yet it has its own identity as well. And this, this actually, to me, reminds me of an old cigar I smoked. You had saved the very first box of 1964s that had come off the line. It was, they were torpedoes. You had them for about 12 years. And I remember, you cracked them open maybe and, three years ago. Yeah, and they lasted about a day or two. Right. <laughs> well, you gave you crack. gave half of them away. I know. And I'm grateful you gave me yeah. one. But this this has that component to yeah. it. Yeah. That really sweet. There's no uh, ammonia sting. Now the last cigar we had, I would say a long finish. That after I blew the smoke out, yes. I could still taste for a long period of time. We went to commercial break, and I left the stage, and I could still taste the cigar for the longest mm-hmm. time. And this one feels like the same thing's going to happen. It's going to be a long finish. You can taste the cigar for um, good or bad, whatever you think of that. Uh, I like it. I Me like too. That I yeah, the Nesta Miranda had a little bit of a uh, earthier, leathery finish, where this has a little bit of a sweeter finish. Yeah. Right? Coffee yeah. and chocolate. Uh, you, you're having a um, cappuccino uh, latte right now. Yeah, and this so, pairs really yeah, well. Yeah, really nice. So, Dave, Jonathan mentioned when he was talking about his dimes, yeah. unicorns. Do you think unicorns are sweet-tipped? Well, so that, that has <laughs> to do dick. with last week's show. <laughs> uh, stirred the pot for sure. Um, I mean, in, in a couple of different ways. One thing is that we had Jonathan Connor on here, and he goes after Steve Sacker on the after show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't subscribe to it, subscribe to the Cigar Authority on a podcast form because it's not there on, on YouTube or, or, or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Ed was saying earlier, that John Connor came in. Guns ten, blazing. 10 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, and he goes, listen. This is what I want to do on the show. And the show notes are ready. Everything's going to go. It's the 25th right. anniversary of the Food Dominicana. He didn't even want to talk about his cigar. No. And he was texting me all week, all week about this. Yeah. If I knew it, I would have prepared differently. But that was the first I knew when and the show's ready to go and we're not scrapping it. And I said, we'll save it for the after show. Save it for the after show. In the after show, he had some meat. He had a couple of cigars. He was drinking coffee. 70-day-old steak. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he was all fat and happy, right? Yeah. He uh, he sugar-coated the sugar tip controversy. <laughs> right. Which uh, brings us to but our- But he, uh, he said what he said anyway, but it wasn't as, as uh, controversial because he didn't- He wasn't s- as fired up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the roids were wearing off. Our friend, I'm sorry, uh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> our friend disappointed in Duluth wrote to us via the contact us page. And the subject line is Mr. America was weak. <laughs> Gentlemen, I just listened to Wednesday's after show. He was billed as Mr. America on social media. I see he's all over wrestling and he flubbed <coughs> Triple H's birthday. After yeah, all the hype, he did. I felt it was only right to get up at 5 a.m. to be the first to listen. And the beatdown never happened. We get it, John. You love Steve Saka. You seem mildly disappointed that the cigar has a sweet tip and your feelings are hurt that he lied to us. This was hyped up like you were going for the throat and you ended up crying on the therapist's couch. You are no Obi Trice. You go by a fake name, Mr. Jonathan, and you're all gimmicks. Wow-wee. Now that is how you put someone on blast. Class dismissed. Signed, disappointed in Duluth. The only thing I wish is this guy had the balls to put his own real name on it. So it must be someone in the industry because... I, I wish he did an audio commentary so we could have heard him <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> um, 
So what I say he did was, he was what, we, what we call in the industry a shit sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> which is he talked, he, he prefaced the whole thing of, you know, I respect him and I love him and he does great cigars and the thing. Then he got into, oh, but there's something there and he lied to me and I think there's sugar on the tip and this is what I did and all this stuff and then ended it. But with, I love the I cigar. love him and, and I bought boxes of the cigars and you should too and blah, blah, blah. It's a shit sandwich. Yeah. And you come off as Steve never called. I thought maybe Steve was going to call and get mad or whatever. But then he would have to admit he listens to the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he said things in the past that like, all right, you, you're bidding you listen to the show. But if he called up, it would have had him dead to right. Well, speaking of listening to the show, let dead me tell you, everybody's listening to the show. And, and I say it as humbly as I possibly can, the numbers this month were off the charts. Huge. As Miami Cigar just had the month best month ever, we on the Cigar Authority had the best month by far ever. I mean, it was off the charts of whatever we're doing, we're doing right. And we're at the maybe possibly tail end of this. We're trying to get to 500 episodes. Well, you like to go out on top. Wow. Yeah, you're going to pull a Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah, that we, we, you go off when you... When you what have kind of a crappy last episode right. and you're done? Hey, we're not on it. We just go manufacturer to manufacturer talking about what horrible people we are. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what I was expecting was the Steve Saka blowout and him coming on the show today and mm. saying, I want 15 minutes on here, to whatever. It didn't happen. Um, well, because he did, Connie. Did, did we hype it up? Yeah, we hyped it up based on the, the animal that was right. here at 10 o'clock right. in the morning. And then the, it happened, and and he made the shit sandwich. It well. was, uh, yeah, it was a, a light criticism at best. <laughs> <laughs> it was a critique more than anything. Uh, but but I did revalue that cigar. I went to it again, and I'm and I went back to an old tape of the show where we smoked the cigar, and I I put the cigar in my mouth when we had Steve on, mm. and I lit the cigar, and I said, Steve, did you put uh, sugar tips? On the cigar, and he said, "No, I didn't." So it was a denial. Well, yeah, he didn't. Someone did. <laughs> Technically, it's not a lie. I yeah. think. I think Dave sat in his office for an hour, hitting no sugar, and then he'd taste the cigar, rewind it, no sugar, give it another taste. And as Connie did, I. Check yeah. the rest of the cigar. You filleted? Were I you filleted? a filleter? Not, not, not quite. Yeah. You filleted. A little bit. A little it's a bit. new word for me now. <laughs> I learned a new word. All right. Let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And each week we've heard of tax increases, age increases, and now the city of Dayton, Ohio has gone one step further as the city will no longer hire anyone who smokes tobacco. I sure it. And the city will conduct nicotine and tobacco testing in order to com- accomplish this. So it's it's got to be unconstitutional, right? It has to right? be. It's, it's, it's prejudice. Right. They're prejudiced to people who smoke. That, and would, would you call it prejudiced that when we hire somebody, we hire people that smoke cigars? 
we have hired people that weren't cigar smokers that became cigar right, smokers. Right. But you can't pick and choose somebody apart what they do with a legal product. Right. And yet this is happening. Is anybody going to uh, make a constitutional argument here? I Somebody keep waiting, should. I keep waiting for like the as much as I dislike the ACLU, I keep waiting for them to get involved in this. You know, you no, got, because if they you get got smoking bans at twenty one, unless you're in the military, then it's eighteen for you. Great, it should not be a limitation on military members. But why do you get to pick and choose? It should be eighteen for everybody. Yeah, the ACLU is never going to get involved because this and would be for the good of man. What are they testing for? Nicotine, nicotine, and so what, uh, what happens? Tobacco. What what happens to these eggplant parmesan eating people that that have fourteen percent nicotine and eggplant parmesan? I give you Exhibit right? A. That's it. And Exhibit B. <laughs> Five percent. You can become addicted to eggplant parmesan. You can because there's five percent nicotine in a tomato, and there's nine percent nicotine in eggplant. You have fourteen percent nicotine content. You have one to three percent in a cigar. So I ate eggplant parmesan. I go for the testing, and they say you got nicotine in your body. Yeah, it's like testing positive for opium when you have too many poppy bagels. Right. How many is too many? Twenty-seven. Half, half dozen. <laughs> half dozen will do it. I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. And uh, the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival is set to return in 2020 after being canceled due to civil unrest in the country. Mm. Puro Sabor will take place January 22nd to the 25th. However, a sale date has not yet been announced. Wow, that is interesting. 22nd to 25th. When be- is the TPE? I believe it may be the week the tw- after. The 26th, I think. Okay. So a lot of people in the Nicaragua. But you got to set up. True. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, they could probably split their staff a little bit, have the guys in the factory run it. Perdomo, for example, certainly has enough qualified people down in Nicaragua to be able to handle it. <clears throat> and he comes up and is the face up here. Uh, TPE, Wednesday, January 29th. 29th. January ah, 31st. All right. They played it close, but okay. They, it can be done. And oh, all because I was looking at sabotage there or something. <laughs> and also this week, Facebook has been begun removing some groups. Yeah. And due to new policy, twoguyscigars.com has moved their Facebook page to a new location within the social media giant. So let me ex- explain You can find them at facebook.com slash twoguyscigars. That's the number two guys cigars. Follow us there. We'll share new releases, new items, sales, uh, et cetera. Because we can. Because we can. Because uh, we're able to control what age is allowed into the group. Our old old page, we could not control the age. And you can't change that. On the old page, there was no way to change it. So so somebody that's, that's already a Facebook friend on there or something, yeah. how did, did they know it? I've sent out invites. I uh, made you and Jonathan admin, so you'll be able to do invites as well. Uh, hopefully, we'll get everybody to switch over from the old page to the new page. And, and, that's, and that's for now. Yes. I mean, we could possibly lose that too. Yeah, my plan is to close the old one around Labor Day, but Facebook could shut it down at any given moment. Do you have an announcement on the old one saying yes, to, yes, to migrate over yep. with a link? Good. Wow. And this is happening. You know, we're a company, but this is happening to people that just have, I mean, stacking dimes could get in trouble. Well, we, the name has been changed to protect the dimes. Yeah. It, it, that really doesn't play into it. If somebody posted something, stacking dimes, uh, if Damari, stacking dimes with the HVC Magicos, go to twoguyscigars.com. 
that's now an advertisement for a sale. He is not a shop owner or the shop. He's just an individual. That post could be removed, and he could be told that he's in violation of Facebook's policies. There's Al-Qaeda groups and shit, yeah. and this is where it's, it's come down to, that this is what they're going to do. That All yeah. the attention is on there of people who like cigars talking about cigars on cigar yeah. groups. That's what they do. It was funny. One time I was advertising on a cable station, whatever it was, and I put the ad together and I had a professional company mm -hmm. come in and, and make the commercial. And there's people sitting around and smoking cigars and talking to people. And the cable company called me and said, yeah, we have your commercial here. At about 22 seconds in, it seems like these people are having a good time. Can you remove that part <laughs> of it? <laughs> Swear to God. And I said, well, absolutely not. And they said, then we're not going to run your, your commercial. And I said, then don't run the commercial. And I won't pay for you not running it, but I'm not going to remove. It looks like they're having a good time. He says, yeah, you can't. It, it, it looks too good, in other words. And um, we don't want them to have a good time when they're smoking a cigar. And I said, for the majority of time people have a cigar, it's a good time for the people who like it. But here it is here. It's just taking away happiness from people. This, this shit got to stop. And lastly, new to twoguyscigars.com this week is the Tatuaje Mexican Experiment, the one and the two, a.k.a. Me Too, and the Avo Regional East Edition, and the coolest packaging of the year, the Acid Cuba Arte, which uh, the cigars are did in they, a water tower. Did that come in? They did. Ah. Phenomenal looking. Yeah, yeah. Did you smoke it? No. Chicken. <laughs> Chicken. Isn't there an um, idea type of thing going on with acid right now? Idea you to smoke it or something like that? No, I haven't seen no. that. No. I mean, my plan is I left them up there. They're huge collectibles. Very limited. We didn't get a lot of them. We ordered a lot. Yeah. We didn't get a lot. No, we got, uh, I think, one of each. Really? <laughs> one of each design. If they're still left on Monday, I'll open one up for singles and smoke one. Yeah. All right. Is that it? That's it. That's it. So uh, coming up next week, we have Jose Dominguez coming in. Uh, he has a new cigar, and we'll uh, smoke that new cigar along with him. Uh, the following week will be the August 17th, and we'll give you the results of the survey. Mm -hmm. To find the survey, just go to thecigarauthority.com. You'll see that it's going to take you a minute or two to do the survey. Mm -hmm. The more people we get, the better type of information we can get. Mm -hmm. So please go on there. Theoretically, the better the show could become. Yeah. Uh, and you're right because you're going to tell us what you like and what you don't like, and um, we'll make the show. I'd like I'd like to be the least liked member, so uh, if, if there's an option for that, just vote for. There me is an option for that, so uh, the most hated. Look for that member um, of the panel. The August 24th show, Eric Newman from JC Newman's going to come up, and they have their new America cigar, and we'll talk to him about that and a lot uh, going on uh, with them and lots more. Uh, tis the season. This is the nice weather here in New England, so uh, manufacturers are coming up, and our calendar is getting full, uh, but um, we're always looking. We're always looking for more stuff to make the show better, so that's it. Early thoughts here on HVC La Rosa. So there's a, a thing, and I've mentioned this flavor before. It's called Carob, which is a different kind of bean that you grind up into a powder and you can make a drink out of it. It's chocolatey, but it's not chocolate. And this is more Carob sweetness than... Carob sugar? Carob is a... It's a bean. You make a okay. powder out of it. All right. Get it at the health food store. What, what is HVC? Havana City. HVC. Havana City. 
Okay. I think it's the airport code in Havana. Oh, <laughs> really? I have to check my passport because mm-hmm. I've hit that a few few times. Uh, okay. And La Rosa 520 is his address, mm-hmm. and the 54 on here is the size. Uh, it's burning good, tasting good. There's a lot of flavor. We're smoking full-bodied cigars today. Yes, we are. And having no problem with it because they're well done. Uh, full of body cigars. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more letters in the mailbox and a lot more. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. No fast forwarding. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? 
I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Hola, soy Manuel Inoa from La Aurora, Dominican Republic. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Wow, you got these bumpers all set up, Ed Sullivan, huh? All I my figured we'd have a whole day. We've got a lot from Miami Cigar we do, we Affiliates. Do. Okay, we're smoking the HVC La, La, La Rosa, which is easy enough. La Rosa, right? I guess. Um, You're struggling with it, but La Rosa. No, par for the course. You got half a roll of dimes there on yours. Yeah, I do. Uh, and, and the stack of dimes things we what we brought up is um, stacking dimes CC is the group. Is the group right? So CC is Cigar Club. Yeah, but remove the word cigar, as if Facebook isn't really keeping an eye what's being posted. You've even had cigar groups that changed it from public to private or private to secret. I got news for you. It's not going to be secret from Facebook because it's on Facebook. Right. They can see everything, no <laughs> yeah. matter how secret you, you make it. But, you know, people are, are saying we do the after show, and the after show is a podcast only uh, thing, and, it, and it's not on YouTube. YouTube. Um, and we're going to come up with something we're going to do on YouTube. And we want you to subscribe to both because we're trying to get ready for a doomsday, right? Just a little insurance policy so that you're going to be able to find us. So you should do it. You should subscribe both ways because you don't know what's going to happen. And if you're watching just on Facebook, 
you need to subscribe to the other things because all of a sudden you're going to forget about it because it's going to go away. If, if you like it and want it, subscribe right. to it. That doesn't mean you have to watch it or anything, but just hit the subscribe button so that you're able to get it when and if it happens. And I, I think it's going to be more when. I think so. Yeah. You know, because we already saw the trouble on YouTube mm. with the monetization. So it's only yeah. a matter of time before they decide no content. Yeah. So monetization that happens on YouTube is people uh, listen and, you know, a little commercial that happens or something drops off at the bottom. The person posting it would get a little something and you're talking mm -hmm. about pennies and stuff that happens there. Um, and um, when it comes to cigars, you can put it there. But they're not giving any monetization to cigar people. So if right. you think they're making money, they're not making any money. And yet they're still it. running ads, just, so they're yeah. just keeping it all for themselves, yeah. I guess. So, so they say, you can't have any money if <laughs> right. you post cigars, but we're going to still – we may – actually, if you look at it as a business, they say, we get it all. Yeah. So <laughs> they have – but – the day may come that they say, you know what, we're not going to allow, allow that content on there, period, too. No, and so, so I then think we got, we got the safest place will be in the podcast world because that's an RSS feed. Nobody owns that feed. Yeah. Um, you know, eventually, if everything disappears from streaming platforms, we'll have to figure out how to do that ourselves. Yeah. But so I, I like YouTube uh, for things like you know, the, the person that said, I listened to the show and it was dead air when Gary's breaking the brick and stuff. Maybe you should have went to YouTube to watch it because that's something. There's not a lot to watch here. His us sitting at a table smoking cigars. We're showing you the lighters and when we have things to show you. Like the my dimes. Yeah. But for the majority of times, you don't need to see this show. Some people, you know, we're, gonna, we're asking that question actually in our survey of where you're watching the show. Are you yeah. watching it? Are you listening to it? You know, we, we see a lot of numbers. Yeah, anyway. we're, we're still seeing over 10x that are listening versus Correct. watching. Correct. So. so that's where that goes. Um, and as I say, um, last month was the best month ever for the Cigar Authority. So thank you. Thank you for sharing because I see people do that too. Not only did they <clears throat> listen to the show and they hit the share button, which is great for the people who don't know we're out there. That's a gift to us. Thank you. Um, um, uh, but if you would, for your sake, as much as ours, um, do it on not just listening on Facebook or wherever you're listen, listening to it on a podcast, find it on YouTube and subscribe to it too because we don't know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. Sure. So it's an insurance policy. So uh, it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victus and Clear Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? We like to do this each week and see uh, what these guys come up with. And the question today is, would you rather age from the neck up or from the neck down only? From the neck up or the neck down only? Let's see. If it was from the neck up, I could continue playing tennis forever. You're just going to look like an old, old man playing tennis, but your legs are going good. Neck down is going good, and there's lots of things on the neck down. Mm-hmm. Mm yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'd like to age from the uh, neck down and keep. No. Uh, the other way. I'd like to age from the neck up. Because I can always it? get plastic surgery on my face, but I don't think they have plastic surgery for the rest of your body to make you younger. So I could make myself look a little younger, get the stretch and the pull. Get the Brotox. So so the want, Brotox. So you want to age from the neck down. No, no. I want to age from the neck up. I'll have an old ass busted grill. But you'll but fix I'll it. be 
You'll 20 years old from the neck down forever. Okay. Uh, Who was the guy on Saturday Night Live that says it's better to look good than to feel good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what that character well, that's was. Do you remember him? Vaguely, but that's how Harry I feel nothing? sometimes when no, I wear uncomfortable I shoes. Better. He had a, an accent, and yeah. it's better to look good than to feel Oh, the Billy Crystal character? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look marvelous. Yeah, yes. you look marvelous. Don Fernando, I think. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll go from the neck up, because I actually took a picture with an app, and this is what I would look like as an old man. You don't like that. See, that, doesn't, that doesn't bother me. I look like Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> I mean, you, you look do look much like Captain <laughs> Kangaroo. <laughs> pretty much the same guy. You look grumpy, though. Well, hang on. I look grumpy all the time. I'll give you exhibit A. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, so. Now, I saw that app that was there, and I heard bad things that once you grab that app or something. Yeah, you just don't grant it permission to access your photos or anything like that, and I use a VPN. And well, how did they access your photo? I screen, I screen captured it and then chose not to save it. Okay. I think that something's going on. Yeah, They're giving you something for something free. Like going on, something. But I don't know. I don't do that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I I listened to a podcast where the guy always says, if the company isn't charging you money, you dimes are, down, dimes down. Folks. You are the product. <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm old and tired anyway. You can age me all over yeah. or not. Whatever, whatever makes sense. I'm I'm open. You don't care. No. <laughs> And uh, so, you guys, you don't care what your face looks like as long as no, the bottom part's working. I peaked it too, with cuteness. Uh, and I'm leaning towards you, Ed Sullivan. I, I don't care. It just isn't. What's the difference? Yeah, yeah. Well, flip a coin, Dave. You get one, I get the yeah, other. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, and, and it's not like so. My legs are going to work. I'm going to play tennis. I'm not playing tennis anyway. <laughs> I know I'm not going to play tennis. And if if it ends up in a wheelchair. Good, fine. Yeah, you rest for a while. Right. So I'm you okay. Get one of those Afghan things. Put it over your legs. It'll be fun. Right. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Paul writes: I have a question regarding impending cigar taxes that you, as a retailer, may have to include in online purchases. Oh. This is a general statement, since with Maryland enacting its law, many states will probably follow. I think this is the first person that actually came back to me. After after that editorial and talking about on the show, for some reason, I think nobody cares. But yeah. let me tell you, this is going to be the biggest thing ever, and it seems like it's getting no attention. And I'm very, very curious why there's no attention onto this. But go ahead. My question, my questions are: If and when you have to start charging for local cigar taxes, are you going to line item that information at checkout? I know cigar taxes are calculated as a part of the wholesale cost. Do we know if the cigar purchase made at an online store will be taxed on the wholesale side or the overall purchase? Thanks, Paul. So it's going to be on the wholesale side, but the way stores do it now, you go into your local cigar store, and the price has already been calculated as not to tell you, hey, this is what we pay for it. Right. So it's already incorporated in. So it's going to be weird because I think what's going to end up happening is you're going to have to go to your online thing and you're going to have to put in your zip code basically. And not just state because the city taxes, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you're going to put your zip code in there and then everything will have to change at that point. And here's your prices yep. of what it's going to be. Uh, I can't think of any other way. I think post, post office boxes in uh, non-tax cities are going to go through the roof. Sure. Or forwarding. Mail forwarding. 
Or female forwarding. Yeah, Male forwarding. That's yeah. an interesting thing. Can yeah. it go to another state? Male it goes to, to another country. We, we occasionally have an issue with fraudulent charges where it goes to a an address, and then from that address, it gets shipped overseas. I mean, thankfully, we have fail-safes in place that catch it. But I can't see why you can't get, like, a postal box or a postal service in New Hampshire and then have them forward it. Very interesting. Then it's not us that has to collect the tax. It's the mail forwarding place. Oh, I don't think we bring this up again, but everybody yes. heard it. <laughs> because we don't want the government to hear this because yeah. it, it, that is actually a really good idea. Sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. Okay. What do you say? Let's do a classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under $2. Under $3 per cigar. Price went down. There it did. Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. If I remember, last week was a tie, but Barry was the champion before, so he holds the title. So we have Barry going first, followed by Ed Sullivan, followed by Mr. Jonathan, and uh, Barry to you. Today is August 3rd. Thomas, Edward, Patrick, Brady Jr., also known as the GOAT. Tom Brady is American football quarterback from the New England Patriots of the National Football League. Brady played in nine Super Bowls in which he won six of them, the most in any other football player in NFL history. Happy birthday to Tom Brady. What year was he born? 1978. 78, he says. I think Barry's over 1970. I can't remember whether he was this age or he's turning this age, so I better go 76. 76. 1978. 78. One point for Ed Sullivan. Uh, it was 77. It was 77. Uh, I wasn't sure if he was turning 41 or 42. Okay, over to Ed Sullivan. Martha Stewart is an American retail businesswoman, writer, television personality, and former model. Uh, as the founder of Martha Stewart Living, uh, she gained success through a variety of business ventures encompassing publishing, broadcasting, merchandising, and e-commerce. She did some time, but what year was she born? 1943. 43. Ooh. 45. 45. 59. 59. Forty-one. Wow. Wow. Forty-one. She old. She smokes the weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her and Snoop Dogg yeah, have a show her together. And Snoop Dogg. It's freaking buddies. hysterical. No kidding. That's <laughs> yeah. weird. And Snoop Dogg's doing uh, Joker's Wild too. Yes. All right, Mr. Jonathan. Ramon, Geraldo, Antonio, Estevez, also known as Geraldo Rivera, Martin Sheen. Damn it! Is an uh, American Geraldo actor. Geraldo Rivera is Jerry Rivers. Whatever. 
Really? Don't distract me. Okay. Mon Sheen is an American actor who first became known for his roles in his film, The Subject of was Roses, Badland, Apocalypse Now, and The President Martin in the Sheen. television series. Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. What did right. I say? No, I'm, I thought it was Charlie Sheen. I got to change my answer here. Ah, <laughs> I would think. Of the West Wing, father of Emilio Estevez and Martin Sheen. And Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go 1930. 30. 1937. 37. 1940. 40. Somebody has two points. Ed Sullivan. Two it. points. Three to nothing to nothing. By the way, we have five questions and two tiebreakers. Oh, great. <laughs> Just when we thought the segment could, couldn't get any longer. Hey, Gary, why don't you get a brick and break that for us? <laughs> Make this more interesting. Gary, Anthony, Dominic, Benedetto, also known as? Nick D. Benedetto. Tony Bennett ah. is an American singer and traditional is pop he, standard. Is he still alive? He is. Show tunes and jazz. He's a painter. He created works under the name Anthony Benedetto, which is what his name is. And uh, it's on permanent display in several institutions. Uh, he's the founder of the Frank Sinatra School of Arts in Queens, New York. Tony Bennett was born today. What year? 1932. 32. 1929. 29. 1919. 19 for a point. 26. Mr. Jonathan has a point. Kicking your ass, parents. (laughs) We have one question left. Ed Sullivan's three. Mr. Jonathan, you need two points. Barry, you're virtually out of this unless we have some sort of tie that happens. Uh, Goes over to Ed Sullivan. Firestone Tire and Rubber Company was founded today. What year? Whoa. Just trying to decide if they made bicycle tires before car tires. I'm gonna have to go 1886. 1886. So 1850 is the correct answer. 1877. One point for Ed Sullivan in the championship. It's 1900. 1886 will take. Almost it. put 1900 too. Almost, I just didn't think it was going to be a double zero. Billboard's Hot 100 was founded. That was. They didn't have a, a 100. They started rec- uh, keeping track in 1950, but then 1955 was when the 100 came wow, about. 58. Pretty good there. And uh, this was interesting. 13,000 air traffic controllers began their strike. U.S. president offers. Um, Which them, president? Reagan. I'm not telling you. <laughs> Uh, to report to work in the next 48 hours or forfeit their job and be terminated, which happened. 1986. And when that happened, a young Nick Perdomo took the job. 1986. 87, I was going to say. 81. 81. Where was Nick Perdomo in 1981? He took the job. I like it. What airport was his? Miami. Miami. Miami International. Great stories there. And we're going to have more of what did they do. What did they used to do in a later episode, right? Yeah, you're yeah. teasing it. I yeah, like it. Did they, did they rehire the old air traffic controllers? No, nope. I think they did. Nope. Some of them, no, none. All right, so None. therefore he doesn't fit the definition of a scab, and not <laughs> not to 
be mean to Mr. Verdomo. Be a dick. But usually, when somebody takes the job of a union that's on strike, that's what they refer to them as. They went on strike, but they, then they it got shut fired. down everything, and they yeah. said you're not allowed to do it. Uh, it was illegal to, to actually for them yeah. to strike. It'd be like a doctor can't go on strike sure, too, yeah. and th- and uh, if you're going to lose your job, and the the people still sat out, and he goes, "Okay, you're all fired." Yep. Thirteen thousand people, and this was Ronald Reagan standing up, great yeah. president. Not that uh, my position matters, but I it see doesn't. nothing wrong with Nick Podomo doing what he did. No, um, no, nothing at all. The following message is a bit of uh, a cluster because it didn't come through the contact us page. It made it to my desk via Dave's desk. <laughs> uh, yes, and yes, somebody yes. from somewhere named Andrew, wrote, Dave, I came across this today and wasn't sure if there's a potential copyright infringement here Mm. by this new tequila that just launched. I wanted to share this and bring it to your attention. Just looking out for you guys. And apparently a company produced Dos Hombres tequila. Yeah. And, of course, we have Dos Hombres cigars. And uh, Dave talks with uh, the attorney in another email. A year ago. Hi, Dave. I'm an IP attorney, and I have a client possibly thinking about adopting Dos Hombres as a brand for mezcals and possibly tequilas. I came across your Dos Hombre on cigars. While we do not believe there's any real commercial conflict, given the very different channels of trade and the difference in the goods, I wanted to reach out to make sure you had no issue with my client's use of Dos Hombres for mezcals and tequilas. Should you have any concern, my client would agree, of course, never to use Dos Hombres for tobacco products and never use an, any imagery or logo similar to what you were using for Dos Ombre product. You could get back to me, blah, blah, blah. And you said, essentially, we at this point, 25 years of Dos Ombre. We own it. We have it. Thank you for reaching out. Go after No, you said, uh, <laughs> that's totally fine. Yeah. I think they should send us some uh, Dos Ombre tequila so we compare the two on the us. show. See what he does? Yeah. Send us. Well, and Barry, that's the Breaking Bad tequila. Yeah, the break the guys ah, from Breaking Bad. Brian Cranston and uh, that would be awesome. Get Brian Cranston up here on the show. I believe drink he's some a of that. cigar smoker. Yes, he is. Do some Dos Hombre tequila and Dos Hombre cigars. The levels, the, it never ceases to amaze me the levels that Barry is willing to go to to get shit for free. Yes, yes. <laughs> Especially when it's tequila or or any liquor. Yeah, he, he doesn't go out of his way to get anybody on the show ever unless he gets something for free out of it. And the liquor, you know, was the first thing I did after we put down the cat. I went for a shot. Here we go. Um, the tequila is high end, man. It's yeah. like seventy dollars a bottle, yeah. which for tequila is pricey. And Dos Ombre at the five dollar range for the cabinet might know. not be the right pairing. Maybe we have to make a limited release Dos Ombre, which we can because we did it years ago mm-hmm. in two thousand. We had the Dos Ombre two thousand in the year nineteen ninety nine. We put it out. So we cut, we grandfathered in with that. Do you even work in the cigar industry? Mm-hmm. Most people come out with their limited edition to celebrate something like the changing of the millennium the year after. You did it the year before. Correct. I, I don't know. I just thought it would be better. And they be plans better than yeah. a lot of Any folks. other cigar company would have done it in 2001. <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. It's the craziest thing. Don't forget to catch the after show on Wednesday. We're going to record it right after the show, which is right now. So that is it. Next week, Jose Dominguez, a young man with a big future in a new and big cigar that's going to hit the shelves right now. Join us live in studio. He'll be here. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you didn't learn anything in the last two hours, but always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. 
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.